Do you think critics ruined movies? Critics don't ruin movies. We, the film industry needs critics. The problem is critics that are being affected by this political correctness movement, which leads people to judge films unfairly. Like they, they either give scores that are unfairly low or unfairly high if the movie is serves to advance some kind of widespread political agenda. You know? Oh, I saw Black Panther, by the way. I want to talk about that, too, since I talked about it last stream, and I thought I made a, some pretty good points, but then I lost all that footage, so... I gotta go over that shit again. So, uh... Black Panther. Did you guys see Black Panther? Did you guys like it? I thought it was really, really good. It was a good-ass movie. And I'm like, well... After it was over, I was like, well, like when it got 100% out of the gate like that, I was, I called bullshit right away just because like, you know, it's probably a good movie, but it's probably not 100%, you know? So I'm thinking, you know, that's political, political correctness creeping its way in again, you know, when it comes to judging movies where it's like. No, nobody wants to be the first guy to give Black Panther a bad review because then they'll be uh, marked throughout history as the racist who brought down Black Panther from the stardom of having a 100% rating. You know? I, f I figured Black Panther would be like an 80-something score kind of movie. And I was excited to see it because even 80% is good. I mean, obviously. But uh, I was just so cynical about this whole... Because everybody's praising this movie like it's the fucking return of Christ, you know? It's like, what, Black Panther is the first cinematic thing to to put black people in a positive light? Man, that's so fucking arrogant. What? There's plenty of movies that have come before that have made black people look good and have spotlit the progression of, of black culture in America. Like uh, In the Heat of the Night with Sidney Poitier or uh, Boys in the Hood with Ice Cube and Cuba Gooding Jr. Those are fucking good movies. But it's like, no, no, no movie has come along before Black Panther. It's the first of its kind because we finally have... A main a black guy who's the star who we can we can get on board with, I guess just because like because he's a superhero in the Marvel universe, so like that's somehow like that that's what makes the difference. It's like, well, is it a superhero movie? Oh well, it doesn't matter, you know. In the, in, in the heat of the night, Boys in the Hood, they can both fuck off. They're not real black movies. No, it's only a real black movie. If it's something like Black Panther, it's in the Marvel Universe and it's going to make a billion dollars when it gets released. I just thought that was bullshit. You know? And I didn't think for a minute that Black Panther was going to be a bad movie. I figured that I would like it. But I just don't like this... There was all this publicity that the movie was getting about how it's more than just a movie. Did you know? All these fucking condescending liberal headlines. Did you know? Actually, did you know that Black Panther is more than just a movie? No, I didn't. Because you know what? It is just a fucking movie. That's all it is. That's all any movie is, is a fucking movie. And even if it did get a, a poor score... Who gives a shit? It's like everybody's, you know, there's all this conspiracy talk. It's like, oh, 4chan is conspiring to lower the Rotten Tomatoes score. Like it's like, like it's a big, you know, heist or like a, some kind of terrorist plot. You know what I mean? It's like the equivalent of somebody's trying to bomb a school. It's like somebody's, they're trying to rig the Black Panther score. We got to put a stop to this because Black Panther's more than just a movie. That's fucking dumb. And they're, they're so worried. It's like, 
well, if this movie gets anything under like 50%, that means black people have failed. So, no, it doesn't. Stop giving it all this fucking power. If it gets a low score, if it gets review bombed, who really gives a shit? I mean, call me a hypocrite because I was just getting upset over Death Wish being, you know, review bombed. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit about that either. Because, like, yeah, it got 15% by the critics, Death Wish, but I went to see the movie anyway, and I liked it. So it's like, looking back on it, I'm like, who really gives a fuck? Fuck them. Fuck them. You know? They're all retards. So, I, yeah, I was just... I, I felt people were giving Black Panther way too much power. I'm like, just don't get... Stop getting carried away, guys. It's a movie. But I, I knew I would probably like it. And then it came out... Oh, my God. I, I remember the day I went to go see it. It was like last week. Or not even a week ago. I was out of town at the time. And, uh... I remember my mom was in the car with me. I was driving. And uh, on the road I was on, there was construction. And it was like a single lane of traffic. And there were cars behind me. And I'm coming up to the construction zone. And there's a girl with a sign that says, slow on one side, stop on the other, right? So she's there to guide traffic. And so... At, at like I'm I'm stood I'm in I'm my car's idle I'm waiting to go, and then the woman with the sign she turns the sign from stop to slow, so signaling signaling me and the others behind me that we can go, but as she's doing that she holds up her other hand she's not looking in my direction but she holds up her other hand like this, as if as if to signal me to stop anyway, despite that her sign is turned around the wrong way, and so I'm getting mixed signals I'm like. Like, I don't know whether to accelerate forward or just stay where I am. Because maybe she sees something up ahead and she's signaling me to just like, oh, hold on a second. You know what I mean? So I'm like, so I, I don't go forward. And then the person behind me starts honking. And I look in my rearview mirror and I can see this guy behind his dash in the car behind me, just like flailing his arms. <laughs> it's just like a blur of arms flailing. I can't really make out his face, but I assume he's, you know, he's pissed off. And it's like, dude, fucking relax. What are you doing? So I see how outraged he is, and that makes me angry. So I shout out my window, fuck you. <laughs> and then my mom gets angry. She's like, don't, don't tell people, don't swear at people. I'm like, what are you on his side? And then she starts defending like the woman with the sign. And it's like, she, she has the sign turned around to say s slow. So you should just go. I'm like, well, she's holding out her other fucking hand as if to signal me to slow down or stop or something. I'm a little confused. Sorry if I didn't fucking respond appropriately in like the sp sp time frame of a split second. So then I just went forward. And then I was in such a bad fucking mood. Because I was dri driving up to the theater. And I was in such a bad mood. And I was like, fuck, I don't even know if I want to go see this fucking movie anymore. And then I'm thinking like, oh, great. I'm pissed off going in to see Black Panther. And it's going to affect my perception of the movie. I'm probably going to come out of the movie hating it because I'm in a bad mood. And I'm going to tell other people I hate it. And then everybody's going to think I'm a fucking racist. Oh, you hated Black Panther? That's illegal, didn't you know? Somebody arrest that guy. He didn't like Black Panther. Fucking racist. But I was like, ah, fuck it. Maybe hopefully I'll cheer up, you know, going into this movie. Hopefully this movie is good enough to lift me out of my bad mood. And so I bought the tickets, went into the theater, and, I, you know, for the first half hour, I'm just sitting there steaming. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, I'm so fucking angry about what happened on the road. And uh, I was ex feeling extraordinarily irritable and like the the previews were coming up on the theater you know the 20 minutes of car commercials and then those obnoxious advertisements from telus with all those cute animals that's not r related to their product in any capacity it's just the animals are just there to for the people to go oh cute animals how cute it's so fucking cute wow i'm gonna start an account with telus today 
because people like cute animals. And then it has, TELUS has that little thing at the end of their commercials. Please turn off your phones. It's like, maybe don't bombard me with a half hour of fucking Toyota commercials. Maybe just, I want to watch the movie that I fucking paid for. So I'm sitting there going, fuck. I wanted to kick the fucking seat in front of me off its hinges. I was so mad. But I kept it together. I was like, just relax. Eventually the commercials will be over and the movie will start. And the movie started, and sure enough, about 20 minutes into the movie, I started easing up, feeling better. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm liking this movie. This is pretty good. Black Panther was, uh, it's not, it wasn't a perfect movie, but it was very, very good. And uh, it deserves a good score. Does it deserve a perfect score? I don't know about that. I think that 100% rating at first was kind of bullshit. But it came down a little bit. Thank God some critics out there were brave enough to be like, well, you know, I had a problem with it. Thank you. You know, somebody's honest who isn't caving to this political, politically correct gun that everybody has pressed up against their fucking temple. Give it a good score. Click. I said, give it a good score. I'll blow your fucking brains out. Oh, okay. I liked it. It was perfect. Ah, two thumbs up. It's modern day film criticism. But it was good. It, it reminded me a lot of The Lion King. It's There's a lot of Lion King in there. But kind of an inverse of the Lion King in the sense that uh, rather than Simba reclaiming the throne, at the start, the main character has the throne, but the bad guy is the one that's trying to reclaim the throne, who's played by Michael B. Jordan. And he's, act he's really fucking good in it. I wasn't expecting him to be my, f my favorite part of the movie, but it, it, he was. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's performance as the Killmonger. I was like, that's cool. Like, uh, this guy trying to claim the throne and he's like a, he's like a Navy SEAL and a war veteran and grew up in Oakland. I'm like, that's, that's fucking cool, man. It's like juxtaposing the, the, the people in the island and the mysticism of Wakanda with like this born and bred Oakland black kid that grows up and he's angry, you know, he's extremely westernized and you can... You can hear that in his dialect, you know. It was the uh, the dialogue was good. The the themes were good. It was a solid movie about like the complexities of being king. Um, usually Marvel movies bore me by the third act because then it just turns into a big CGI fest that's totally boring, and I've lost all connection with the characters, and I just want the movie to end. But that wasn't. That wasn't the case with this movie. Even though this movie did that annoying thing that annoys me with like that I talked about before that Christopher Nolan likes to do, for example, in Dunkirk, where it's intercutting between a lot of different climaxes at the same time. But uh it wasn't too bad. That that didn't bother me too much. We was Kangs and shit. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, good movie. Really liked it. I was in a good mood leaving that theater. I liked it. But anyway, that's that's my thoughts on Black Panther. Or any other movies you guys want me to talk about? Should I move on to something else? Any ideas about what you want me to talk about? I'll stay on for another little bit. John thinks black should be CG'd out of Marvel films confirmed. John, I saw a video of RT Shorts. Oh, shit. 
I saw a video of RT shorts of you have been mistaken for other guy. Don't you hate RT? Dude, that's part of the sketch. That's the joke, is that none of them recognize me. I don't hate them for that. I don't hate them at all. That's stupid. I mean, I don't really know what they've been doing lately. I haven't been keeping up, but I don't hate them. They've done nothing to upset me. No, please, John, keep talking about cape shit trash. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just about tired of cape shit. But I admit, I would like to see Infinity War. I'm, I'm stoked. I think it'll be a fun movie. I gotta go to the washroom, guys. Sorry, I'll be right back. <clears throat> John has the body of a 60-year-old man. Well, it certainly feels like that some days. Bones cracking and shit. It's not good. Getting fucking old, boys. I'm just not the kid I used to be anymore. What happened to that kid who made Arby and the Chief all the way back in 2000... Whatever the fuck, 2007? Now he's a sad 30-year-old loser. <laughs> Where did it all go so wrong? We heard it all. Oh, wow. I guess that's going to come up in court one day, right? When, when I'm on trial for all the cuckoldry I'm responsible for. Can the jury please turn its attention to Exhibit A? This is a recording taken while John was in a bathroom. While he was on air on his podcast. You can hear him urinating. It's all there, folks. The proof, the proof is right there. This is the kind of monster that we're dealing with. We find him guilty of... Whatever. Just throw him in jail. <laughs> Bury him under the jail. And throw away the key. Stick it up your ass. <laughs> Just like Maddox. <laughs> yeah, Maddox, eh? What the fuck? What happened there? Are you guys following that? Maddox and Dick Masterson, the the twenty twenty million dollar lawsuit. Fucking ridiculous, man. Bury the key and throw the jail away. <laughs> yeah, you got the right idea. You should go into law. I think that's that's where law is heading now nowadays. I think. So this many years later, who was better between Digital Fear, Rooster Teeth, and Dark Spire? Are you asking me? Well, me, obviously. Isn't it obvious? This summer, John CJG stars in The Cuckening. Rated C for cuckold. In a world... <laughs> In a world of cucks, one man <laughs> will has the cuckoldry to outcuck them all. John Graham stars in The Cuck. Rated R. Where are the videos from last stream, Cuck Boy? I lost all the footage. Sorry. So, but I'm recording this time. So I'll be putting out a, a new podcast. Or at least a, maybe two. And a bonus one. How long have I been going for? Almost two hours. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably stay on for another hour at least. <clears throat> yes, yes. My mom gay. My mom gay. I know. You don't have to tell me. 
John, thanks for R being the chief, and you have a creative and brilliant mind. Look at that, a compliment. I'm so lucky. Thank you, I appreciate it. <clears throat> John, did you see Black Panther in 3D? No, fuck that. 3D's fucking lame. There's only one movie I enjoyed 3D for, and that was Avatar. And even then, it was kind of annoying, because the glasses hurt my head after a while. And it just darkens the picture and makes it muddy. I mean, Avatar it looked good. Like, that was optimized for 3D. But everything else just fucking sucks. Just, just let me see the regular version. The water is turning the freaking frogs gay. Yes, I know. I know. Can you please talk about rejection and how to deal with it? I'm going to tell you something about women, okay? The way to keep a woman's interest is that you always have to be willing to lose her. This is a key thing in uh, Neil Strauss's The Game, too. There's, there's a part, you need to have a part of them believe that uh, you're willing to walk away at any moment. Don't ask me exactly why that works. But women are attracted to men who they perceive is better than them. It sounds fucked up. And it sounds like a sexist thing to pitch. But I'm not trying to be. If you get rejected, the proper response is to go, all right, fine. Nice to have met you. Have a nice day. And move on to another chick. And then she'll see that and get jealous. She's like, oh, I, I could have had him. That's, how, that's where you got to be. He's got to fucking move on, boy. Don't dwell on it. Because th then, then they lose their respect for you. It's like, oh, he's so clingy. And it's like, oh, he got so mad just because I rejected him. Like, It's like, well, just move the fuck on. Because if, if you want any chance of turning them on at all and making them feel attracted to you, you got to do that. You, you don't, don't be doing anything that just comes off as desperate. You know what I mean? Because that is a turnoff for women. That'll, they'll turn off like that. So if you get rejected, don't don't ever be mean either. Don't don't resort to insults. Just say be be bold. Be like say what you want. It's like I'm, I think you're pretty. I want to go out with you. Do you want to go out on a date or something? If you get turned down, there's no need there's absolutely no need to get mean or cruel or sour. I mean, sure you'll be disappointed, but you s suppress that shit. And any and despite the fact that you're upset, you go that's okay. You have the right to say no. Nice to meet you. Move on. That's that's my advice for getting rejected. Just move on. You got you got to project an air of confidence about you constantly around women. Don't don't try and join the party. Be the party. Make the women come to you, you know? Try and be the laugh of the party, the, the life of the party. Women love men who laugh, who and who know how to laugh at themselves, who don't take themselves too seriously. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. There's no golden rule for all women. The best way to succeed with finding a girl is to be happy and secure with yourself first and meeting a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the way it works a lot of the time is that men are focused on their career. They go where the work is and women go where the working men are. Because women are ultimately looking for security at the end, long-term security so they can build the fucking family. 
There's a biological imperative that motivates both genders. For men, it's to reproduce. For women, it's to have children and look after and raise a family. And I'm not being sexist there. We evolved that way for thousands of fucking years. It's not just going to change now just because we're in a politically correct world now. It's always been like this. If left to their own devices, men and women don't make the same decisions. They take their own paths in life. This is, this is the reason why there's, a, there's this debate over the gender pay gap. You have all these women screaming about, like, women aren't paid nearly the same as men. And for some, sometimes it's true, especially in Hollywood. Like, for instance, that movie All the Money in the World that they shot with Kevin Spacey and famously reshot with Christopher, Christopher Plummer after Kevin Spacey came out as a gay man who, you know, tried to force himself on like a 16-year-old. And they reshot the movie and uh, they paid Mark Wahlberg and Christopher Plummer a shitload, but relative to them... Michelle Williams, I think her name is, who is in that movie, got paid like pennies in comparison. Like it's ridiculous how little they were paying her. And she was she was the best thing about that fucking movie. Her performance was terrific. So in that case, dude, pay pay the actors equally. What are you doing? But in many other fields of work, the the gender pay gap is being constantly referred to as like a thing that needs to be eliminated. But it's like it what it's it's failing to take into account the different things that men and women do that that they've always done differently throughout the entire duration of time the species has existed on this earth they've evolved the genders have evolved a certain way and they make different life decisions they choose jobs that are that suit their needs men and women have different needs they have different tasks different tasks in life different priorities you know what i mean and it's a lot of it's based on this research of uh, uh, plenty of research into gender studies that suggests that men are largely orient they're uh, focused on things whereas women are focused on people this is why you have a lot of women going into like human resources and nursing and shit like that there's a lot of fields of work there that are dominated by women it's not, it's not just men that dominate a bunch of work fields. There's a bunch of work fields that women exclusively are really good at. And men, are, you don't hear from men saying, you know, raising a stink about that. It's like, well, we want equality. There should be just enough, there should be the same amount of men working in nursing as there are women. It's like, well, maybe most men don't want to go into nursing because their priorities are different. You know what I mean? So people bring up this pay gap like it's, uh, you know, all these company owners are deliberately paying their uh, female staff less than their male staff. And it's like it's maybe sometimes that's the case, but that's not across the board. Sometimes it's because the different genders make different decisions and you have to take that into account. You can't just ignore that. And it all it, the crux of it all is this like this gender equality movement it's like any any argument that even suggests the idea that the genders are different in any regard if you draw any kind of line that that draws a distinction between one and the other you're immediately shut out from conversation and nobody wants to listen to you because you're suggesting in their mind that there's an inferior and superior system it's like one is better than the other it's like, no, it's not about that. Just because two genders are different doesn't mean that one's better than the other. It's just means, it just means they're different. And, but they can't, they can't separate that in their minds. It's like, well, if you're su suggesting that we're different, you're suggesting that you guys are better than us. It's like, no. No. We, like, we have to be different. There's a biological purpose to everything. You know, that we can't just fucking shut out. But what were we talking about? 
How the fuck did I get on the gender pay gap? Anyway, you guys get what I'm talking about, don't you? Was there a, an overall point that I failed to get to there that I was supposed to? I can't remember. I got on these tangents and then I fucking forget where we started. John needs to get his ass whooped by Destiny. What am I saying that's wrong? What's Destiny going to tell me that's going to set me on the straight and narrow? What's the straight and narrow? What, have I said anything that's that's wrong? John, how are you today? And how much of the next episode is done? I'm doing good. And a lot of the next episode is done. It's it's pretty much a draft of the whole thing is written. But and I got I gotta still go through and polish the whole thing. It still needs work. But I'm also working on Master Chief Sucks at Grand Theft Auto Five, which is turning out really well. I'm really happy with it. I think it's really funny and it's gonna be considerably longer than the Dark Souls one. It's probably gonna be like a twenty minute thing. In all seriousness, I understood what you're saying and to I totally think you're on the money about the issue. Thank you. Like you said, men and women do things that piss each other off. Sometimes it's a result of nature, but it's a lot to do with nature. Yeah. I mean, what what is the... It's, it's, it's like every individual human being has a left hemisphere and a right hemisphere of their brain. And I don't think there's any argument against the, the fact that those two halves of the brain work completely differently. One's rooted in logic and the other root is rooted in the emotion. And there's a biological reason for that, is that the conflict between the two and the ideas that we synthesize out of the, the two halves of the brain working together with one another make us come up with brilliant ideas to like navigate the chaos of life. You know what I mean? And so it's like if that's true, why wouldn't it be different between the two genders as well? It's like you have a man that prior prioritizes certain things in life and you have a woman a woman who prior prioritizes slightly different things. And in those two people working together, they can accomplish greatness more so than you would, than you would be able to accomplish if you were both the same type of human being, you know what I mean? Put on your tinfoil hat, John, you're talking crazy. What you're saying doesn't align with my preconceived notions of the world. Stop it. La 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 la. I'm not listening. Channeling my inner Alex Jones now. How many John Bucks for a sneak peek? <laughs> I thought about that doing a sneak peek. It's not quite ready for a sneak peek yet. I'm sorry. I need. I. I. I don't know. I might do a sneak peek a little later on, or I might. At that point, I might just have finished the episode and I'll have put put the full thing out anyway. It's coming soon. Let's play a game. Every every time John says, you know what I mean, we take a shot. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll end up in the fucking emergency room. First John's sour, then he's sweet. Sour patch kids, sour, sweet, gone. John, was it hard to quit smoking? Not really, because the vaping helped me quit smoking. And then you can just wean yourself off the vaping. Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon! <laughs> Agreed, John. Difference does not equate to inferiority. I think the key to overcoming gender conflict is to understand the differences without thinking less of one another. Yes. But the problem is that if you if you suggest the idea that there are differences at all, it's in all these PC types to fucking associate that with inferiority every time. They take personal offense to it. It's like, well, if, if the genders are different, that means you're suggesting that there's some things that the, this one particular gender can't do over another. So it's like, you're going to tell me what I can't do? Fuck you. 
and then you have all these women being forced into fields of work that doesn't that isn't compatible with them and it's making them fucking unhappy but it's like you got to do it anyway because equality maybe just let people do what the fuck they want to do that's real freedom the the freedom is freedom is not forcing diversity across absolutely everything so everything is 50 50 freedom is letting the genders do whatever the genders do you know so if they're they do different things you let them do different things and you let that flourish and you celebrate the differences you know genocide women is the only answer <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Well done, sir. Every time John gets triggered by trolls in the chat or social justice warriors, take a shot. Oh, well, you'll really be in trouble then. You won't just be in the emergency room. You'll be in the fucking grave. This is a gay-ass topic. You're gay. Fag. <laughs> I say fag too much. I was in a restaurant the other day and uh I was eating on my own and I over like the waitress went up to another table across from me and I could hear them talking and the waitress is like, Have you have you decided? And the guy was like he slaps down the menu on the table, like trying to show off for her, right? And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to have some food, please. And I'm just like, faggot. <laughs> like under my breath, he didn't hear me. But it's just like, that's that's what I say a lot of the time. If I overhear something that annoys me or pisses me off. It's like, fag. That's uh, that means you're coming from a position of hatred, John. You you can't possibly defend the usage of that word. What's the matter with you? Have you heard about Trump's stance on video games and violence? Oh, I I read something very briefly. Was he was he in favor of video games causing violence? I don't know what happened there. John CJG, may you comment on your extreme racism? You are known to be the biggest Nazi on earth at this p current point in time. What made you want to become a Nazi? <laughs> I just I just love the Führer, you know. I love him so much I want to fuck him. I wish I would know... Is is Hitler buried somewhere? I would dig him up just to fuck him. I love him so much. Can you believe the racist Oscars not giving Get Out every possible award? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was afraid of that. I was like, please don't do that. First Get Out and then Black Panther's going to do the same fucking thing next year. It's like, fuck off. The White House released a video being a compilation of violence in video games. He'd rather blame it on video game guns than real guns. Oh. Fuck. That's annoying. I don't know. It's it's tricky sometimes. I mean, for the for extreme minorities of the human population. I'm not talking about minorities as in ethnicity here. I just mean like 1% of people, whatever race or age or gender you are, like there's a very small percentile who like they commit extremely violent crime and then like it comes up, you know, after some research that, oh, it turns out he was really into video games. So that must have been the cause. It's like the... The Columbine shooters, for example. 
uh, Kevin and Dylan, whatever their name was, I can't remember, Eric. Like, uh, it came out that they were big Doom fans. So it was it was Doom that made them do it. And it's like, well, it's like they came to school that day not just with automatic weapons. I mean, they had shotguns. They had submachine guns. They were armed to the teeth. And not only that, but they had like just shy of 100 pipe bombs. And they had made much larger bombs out of propane tanks in in parked cars like there was a there was one way off in the distance that was meant to distract emergency services while the sh- the shooting took place and then there were car bombs placed outside the school and then they were supposed to go off when the emergency vehicles got there to hopefully destroy some of the police cars and and shit and they had more bombs inside the school. So it's like, even if you did had a, have a ban at that point on assault weapons, it's like, that wouldn't have stopped them from fashioning all those fucking propane tank bombs and pipe bombs. It's like, they they had a plan for a long time before that attack to kill all those people and make a spectacle of it. And it's like, was it really Doom? Was it Doom that did it? And it's like, well, maybe in, a, in this vague sense that like... Uh, they would play Doom, and, like, there's... D- Doom has that very distinct visual, you know what I mean? Like, you think of Doom, and you think of first-person perspective Doom guy with a shotgun shooting demons. And it's like, maybe that's... They played that, and that's kind of how they visualized the day of the shooting to be, you know, when they finally went into the school and started shooting people. But did that really cause the shooting? Well, it's like, I don't think so, because that's an obscene amount of hatred to be generated from a video game that did nothing to antagonize them and doesn't do anything to suggest that the people that they killed deserved to die. It's like, if if anything was the cause, it's it was a, it was a seething hatred and contempt of society and people as a species. They had a problem with people. They thought humans were a blight and they should be exterminated like doom doesn't do that to people that's fucking stupid so I, I, and i think that's true of every example like if if it's not columbine it's just th- these sh- mass shootings are so terrible it's like what is it about video games that would instill that hatred within them that would make them hate people that much like that's dumb like in my, in my opinion, like yeah, that diff- Doom really was probably a good outlet for that anger, not the cause. Yeah, I mean, I subscribe to the idea that violent video games are a good thing because it gives these psychos something to channel their anger into. It's like instead of killing a bunch of people in real life, you can just load up GTA Five and beat up hookers. Who cares? You know, or play Postal or some shit like that. Video games aren't enough to to motivate someone to do something like that. That's an insult to them. Death to everyone who has an anime profile pic. (laughs) I agree. And the furries. They can all fuck off. I'm joking. I don't actually care, but... I do get annoyed when I constantly see anime avatars. I'm like, what is with this fucking trend? How about an avatar that isn't fucking animated? That's not from a hentai. If you look at all the mass shootings, the AR-15 was used. Why that weapon? There was another shooting in the Glendale Galleria today here in Glendale, California. Really? Oh, Jesus. Well, I th- you know, I think, yeah, maybe assault, an assault rifle ban would, would put a stop to some of these. But I think for a lot of the, these cases, if there's even if there's a ban on automatic weaponry, they're going to find a way to to hurt people anyway. So maybe they have a knife and they stab a shitload of people. Or maybe you can do a lot of damage with a handgun. I mean, it's like those kids in the Columbine shooting. Like, they they were armed to kill, like, hundreds of people. But they only, they only actually ended up killing about just over a dozen people. 
And you could have done that with a handgun easily, assuming you had like a full clip and you made every shot count and you had multiple clips. Yeah, you could do that with a handgun. And you can also make a handgun automatic by buying, what's it called, like a bump stock? It's basically a way of automating the process of the trigger being pulled, right? You, you can modify any mach- like a handgun to, to do just that. So even if you had a ban on automatic weapons, if you can still get a hold of that, it's like you can still cause a lot of damage that way. Certainly over a dozen people. You've got over a dozen bullets. Why not? Handguns can't use bump stock. Okay, well, maybe I'm not entirely accurate. But even if it didn't have a bump stock, you can still do a lot of fucking damage with a handgun. You can still kill at least a dozen people with a handgun and a few clips. Does it really make that much of a difference if it's an assault rifle? Bump stock on AR technically makes it automatic. There are millions of AR-15s in the U.S. It's not hard to imagine why they would use it. Handguns are used more in shootings. John said clip. What am I supposed to say? Magazine? Virginia Tech was done with a handgun. It was one of the worst school shootings of all time. It's not the AR-15 that's the problem. It's mentally ill people who hate the world. Yeah. And not necessarily ment- mental illness. I mean, oh, sure. The, the Columbine kids were mentally ill. But it's wrong to say that they were completely without remorse because they weren't. Those Columbine kids, they, they recorded a bunch of tapes leading up to the shooting. They're infamous, infam, infamously referred to as the basement tapes. And they talk about, they talk highly of their parents. And they, they had a pretty stable upbringing. And they had friends. And they teared up because they knew what the news of the shooting would do to them. You know, when they find out that they did this shit. And they're, they're seen crying on camera. Not, I, I don't think it was for show either. Like, I think it was just a moment that the camera caught and then one of the kids turned the camera off. It's like they weren't completely remorseless. They, they, uh, they knew the pain caused by what they were about to do. You know, but they did it anyway because they hated people that much. So where does that hatred come from? That's the real question we need to try our best to answer. Where does that seething hatred come from? And maybe it's not something we can provide. I mean, maybe we can provide an answer to it because people are an imperfect species and fundamentally flawed. But like, how do you fix that? Because people have always been the way they are for a long time. Like for thousands and thousands of years. People have waged war on on one another and done terrible things to one another. You know? Boiling it down to something like video games I think is dumb as fuck. They were still troubled. Yeah, you're you're right. They were troubled. They were seeing counselors and they were on medication. They had ex- like histories of anger and violence. But like by all indication they were raised properly and they had parents who loved them. So it's like what went wrong, you know? It's not always these kids don't always come from broken homes. So where does that seething hatred come from? And don't say video games. Like, fuck off. No. That was a shitty argument 10 years ago. It's a shitty argument now. What, the video games thing? Or are you arguing against me? Have you heard of these people who worship these shooters? No, I I didn't read about that, but it doesn't surprise me either. I mean, that's where a lot of these 
recent shooters come from is that they were inspired by the Columbine guys. It's like you get a bunch of guys who are like planning terrorist attacks and then they were stopped just before they could carry out the attack and then they're questioned and then they often say something like, I wanted it to be the next 9-11 or I wanted it to be the next Columbine, you know? It's almost like a video game in that way. It's like they there's like a, a record set and then people try to beat that record. You know, people who are just as twisted as those Columbine kids were. You know, and I guess it's like a... I guess that's one of the reasons that people gravitate towards video games because, like, so many of these killers, they see it as, like, a competition, like a big scoreboard. It's like, well, I want to be at the top of the scoreboard, you know? But do you blame video games for that? I don't, th I don't think that's right. The media dramatizes it before these losers would take their own life. But since they get attention, they shoot others. Yeah, it's a big part of it, too. They, they know the outrage that it's going to spark. They know the media is going to grab a hold of it and have a field day with it. They know that they're going to be talked about for years to come, because they are. And they get a shitload of attention. And I, I think it's a there's some merit to the argument that, that we need to stop showcasing these guys. Like, like, stop making them a center of attention and maybe other people will be less incentivized to occupy that spotlight. You know? Elliot Roger was also a woman hater, just like John. Coincidence? Elliot Roger. Was that that guy who shot a bunch of women on the street or something? That weird, like, narcissistic dude who had those super villain-like monologues in front of his camcorder? He was he was a fucked up guy. Yeah, I, I saw his videos. No one blames bullying. Apex is correct. Uh, I think in the Columbine case, bullying was probably a big part of it. It wasn't the whole reason, I don't think, but I think bullying was a big part of it. I think they were made fun of a lot. And I guess it started with the mental illness, the like some chemical imbalance in their brains, and then they had trouble making friends, and other kids at school would call them fags and losers and shit, and that, that made them genuinely upset You know, over a long period of time. Because all throughout the tapes that those boys recorded is like them angrily name-dropping people. It's like, oh, that chick is such a bitch. I can't wait to kill her. Or this guy's an asshole. He always called his names and stuff. It's, you know... Have you heard of the Andrew Blaze shooter? There were hundreds of audio tapes that show the transition of this kid who made animations, lost attention, and almost tried making a cult. No. Andrew Blaze? Is that his name? Hmm. There's transcripts of all their videos really into the case a while back. Are you talking about Columbine? Yeah, I read those transcripts. Because the, the footage isn't actually publicly available of the basement tapes that they made, but the, the transcripts are there in PDF form. You can download them. But uh, the videos exist. They're just, they weren't released from the family or a law enforcement. But the transcripts are public. And they're really insightful. And people say, like, you know, oh, We'll never know what motivated them. It's like, well, why don't you fucking read the transcripts for starters if you want some insight? They didn't just do it for no fucking reason at all. They destroyed the footage. Huh. John, were you ever scared of school shootings? Uh, no. I don't even think there was ever a, a scare or like a lockdown or anything like that. I don't remember any of that. I never I never worried about that sort of thing happening. It was kind of unheard of where I'm where I was from. I began fearing them in my last year of public schooling. A kid no older than 16 brought a gun and got tackled by the police. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that never happened with me. 
John, you accept Bitcoin or other crypto? No, no, I don't. I mean, what's the worth of fucking Bitcoin? One Bitcoin. What is it, like 10 grand? Or maybe it's crashed since then. I don't know, but it can't be that cheap. Does he even look at his Twitch chat? I'm looking at the restream chat, which combines both the Twitch and the YouTube chat. So I'm seeing everything. John, do you take patented Dick Masterson brand dickles? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. You create a Bitcoin wallet, post your public address, and I and others can pay you. In what? Bitcoin? It's like a fraction of a Bitcoin, right? Can you do that? Like if one Bitcoin is 10,000 Canadian dollars, right? Does that mean that you can send somebody a fraction of a Bitcoin? Or is a one Bitcoin the lowest unit you can possibly transmit to somebody? I don't know how that works. Because, like, how can you give me one Bitcoin without essentially giving me $10,000? I don't understand how that works. Oh, so you can send Bitcoin fractions. I didn't know that. Now, maybe I will set up, set up a Bitcoin wallet then. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to support me, you can... I've got a PayPal, jcjgram at gmail.com. You can help me on there. Or you can go to patreon.com slash jcj graham and support me on there just check all my links in the top left corner they're all there subscribe and like and all that fucking shit bitcoin lets us skip paypal bro what do you mean skip paypal i mean because bitcoin presumably is its own process that's probably just as simple as paypal so like why why is one better than the other? That's what I don't get. I mean, at least at this point. Because Bitcoin is nowhere near, you know... I mean, a lot of people are accepting it, but by no means has it taken over our current uh, method of currency. You know what I mean? It's, it's a ways away. We're, we're heading there, ultimately, but it's going to take a while for people to get attached to it and start using it efficiently. And I think it's going to involve a huge rethinking in the way we conceptualize money, like as a species, you know? That takes a while. A lot of people have a warped idea of what money is exactly, you know? People see a stack of money and they start watering it in the mouth, you know what I mean? But it's like, what is a stack of money, really? It's just paper that we assign value to, you know? It's a, it's, a, it's a physical manifestation of people's time and effort and blood and sweat. That's, that's what all money is, you know? So it's like that, it, that paper can be anything. People shouldn't be enticed by the fact that it, a stack of bills on its own, you know what I mean? Because that on its own means nothing. Just clicked. Someone fill me in. We're talking we're talking about a lot of things. We just talked about school shootings, and now we're talking about cryptocurrency. Money is an easier means of facilitating trade. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be money. Yeah, it can be a trade for goods and services you do this thing for me i'll do this thing for you that's a transaction doesn't even have to be money involved usually it's you do this thing i pay you x amount of money but you can exchange a service for a service too i mean just whatever's agreed upon right between the two parties now john is a commie confirmed my opinion has actually changed drastically on that. I'm not pro-communism. I'm actually more against communism than I used to be. I was never really a communist or a socialist or anything, but I I used to think like, you know, maybe, maybe, I mean, it would certainly be a different way of doing things compared to, say, capitalism, but like, maybe it has some merit. But now I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson's talks recently, the Canadian clinical psychologist who's something of a celebrity now. 
And he talks a lot about communism and just how fucking terrible it would be if we were to actually revert to a to a communist regime. And it's like, uh, there have been countless deaths of people as a result of communist regimes. Like horrible, just suffering, you know? So it's like we should all be, you know, patting ourselves on the back that we're in the, the capitalist environment that we're in because the alternative is much worse, despite what a lot of people claim, you know? I have a lot of friends that fucking hate capitalism and they want it to die as quickly as possible and they fully embrace socialism and communism or whatever the fuck. I don't even know the exact difference between the two. But I'm learning now that that's, that seems to be a pretty naive view of the world. You know, it's like, well, those examples where everybody died in, in, under communist regimes, that was communism not done correctly. It's like, well, what is the correct way of doing it? Is it possible to do it the correct way? Or is a communist regime all, always doomed to resulting in the deaths of a shitlo shitload of people, you know, and ultimately making everyone suffer? But anyway, yeah, Jordan Peterson, if you guys uh, haven't checked him out, he's a smart fucking dude, and he has a shitload of lectures that he posts on his YouTube channel, like all hours apiece, and it's all fascinating. So you guys should check that out. When people start making money, they become capitalists real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, that's all the people that are arguing for communism, right? It's people that are broke as fuck. Then you throw a little money their way, they're, they're fucking, their tune's going to change pretty fucking quick. Oh, maybe there's something to this capitalism. <laughs>